Black political power is changing the direction of this country because we're a voice of change and our votes have real power. We have the chance to make a difference again here in Virginia. We must elect leaders who will fight for better jobs, better schools, affordable health care, who will care about keeping us safe from crime and systemic racism, and support our families' needs to recover from the pandemic. Let's take action together. Vote early until October 30th or vote on Election Day, November 2nd. Paid for by the NAACP. Back here on the Sports Grind being presented by Hazel Sky, San Antonio's number one premier smoke shop. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Uh, when you think of uh, two words, Zing Zang is the key. They're the number one Bloody Mary mix in the country. Also, they offer ingredients in uh, other mixed drinks such as pina colada, margaritas as well, too. Or you could just add your favorite liquor as well. That is Zing Zang, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Also, 22 years ago today, Cal, 99 title, Avery Johnson baseline jumper. 22 years ago today, Spurs first title, Avery Johnson. Ball goes into Tim. Larry Johnson gets the double team from Latrell, kicks out to Elliott. Elliott pump fakes, one dribble, kicks the corner to Avery. Avery for th- Avery for. A- a baseline jumper. Remember, Avery couldn't shoot to save his life either. Remember when Avery got in the league and he developed the teardrop and then he slowly but surely started being able to knock down the mid-range. But yeah, man, 22 years ago. Time is really flying, dog. 22 years. Yeah, that was the good old days. 99. That was the good old days. What do you mean by that? Those are the good old days. When you're in contentions, when other teams and everything, they feared you, you know. That's, that's, you know, when there was a face, when there was an owner, see Peter Holt in the crowd. That's right. Peter Holt used to be there. Red cheeks and all, but you would see him there. Red who? I said oh, red, red cheeks. cheeks. Yeah. You would see him there, but that's the good old days. But, yeah, I know we're going to be counting that and the Memorial Day miracle every every time, every way. Yeah. I mean, like, you know. It wasn't one. There's no one without the other. But speaking of teardrops, when you talk about Avery, uh, looking at tonight's game too, another thing with Trey Young is his floater um, is different than what we've seen, I it's think, in, in, in most other floaters. In because, a good way, a good brutal. Because the thing is, is the last defender in the back has a decision to make. When when you see him go to the free throw at the top of the kid, he's coming down or whatever, he's coming off a screen. That guy has to either commit and come up. Or give up the lob. Or give up the lob. And not only that, what I think is different with Trey Young's is that Trey Young can hit his floaters. He has angles on his floaters. Like, he can hit his he can hit his floaters from different like different degree angles and stuff like that. Yeah, that's because, work. He developed that, being a little guy yeah, in school. He, yeah, because he, he didn't worked have, on that. He didn't have that all the way that Chris at LU. No. He, he didn't have that at LU. He's worked so, his there. ass off. That yeah. uh, This ain't by accident. Yeah, so that is a real big game tonight for Milwaukee. Milwaukee um, Milwaukee's in a must win. I took Milwaukee winning series. I'm taking them tonight. This is a must win. It's a must win because be you had Quavo and 2 chains and Jeezy them sitting courtside. And Gucci Mane and his wife, nah, man, you got to win this one today. It's thick down there. Yeah. 
Smell like mm-hmm. a, smell like a gas station in the arena. Be full up on that Waukesha too. You know, <laughs> whatever. So, Money bag is Memphis. He'll get to come over here. Hey man, but they still on that Nate. Y'all don't get it twisted. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so we'll see how it happens tonight. Also, uh, we also got that. We, we got a big fight this weekend, right? Barrios and Tank, man. But, but this is <laughs> the thing. I saw a headline. Have you been watching the access? I no? saw one, a little bit of one okay. episode, but I um, that was last night. But, you know, Barrio, I saw a headline that said, Barrio just as dangerous as Tank. Who's, who, who had that That, that was on ESPN, their boxing that. I'm trying to figure out from the boxing for the people that follow uh, I don't know if he hit like Tank. Exactly. Maybe somebody can help me out. I didn't know he hit like Tank. Well, you know, it's one of those situations to where who, who who's coming up in the weight class? Tank is moving up. Tank is moving up. Tank's going up to 140. But, I mean, Santa Cruz was bigger than Tank, and we saw he went Mimi's. Look, I'm pulling for Barrios, but man, Tank's a different level of competition. I don't know who all Tank Barrios is, Tank fought, is but a, I know he's Tank is heavy-handed, man. Two the Baltimore, uh, the Baltimore accents too, but um, <laughs> yeah, Tank. It's good. Should be a good fight, but he's the one moving up, so you never know. Moving up is always scary for any fighter, but trust me. I mean, if he wins, I'll be like, oh. He could have been fighting Teo or he should have been fighting Tio or whatever his name is. So it don't matter, man. He's in a no-win situation. But good luck to the East Side Boys and Girls Club. That's where Barrios grew up fighting. His sister's a boxer, too. Wow. Grew up fighting at the East Side Boys and Girls Club. So good luck to the hometown kid. Mm-hmm. And he has no blemishes on his record. Yet, right? No, he's undefeated, and he has the belts. That's what he was saying in the Showtime All Access. Like, look, his – I'm the I'm the man with the belts. He he coming after me. I'm the man. So wow, you gonna watch this fight? I gotta watch. Oh this. hell yeah, yeah, I'm watching this fight. Yeah, I gotta see this one too. Yeah, I'm watching this fight. Um, so you got that going on the weekend. Back to the uh, because before I forget the back to the uh, well before we get to that, I want to get to Jason Lottenforia's. Yeah, I want to um, hear this man. list. I'm interested in this list because it was some of the. I know Nagy ass is on there. Well, he's. I, I think he's leading. He's number. He's number one. I mean, he's one of the top guys. So yeah, he's on there. Um, you know, it gives us reasons why. You know, they have the reason. I'm not going to go on all the reasons for each one. Uh, but yeah, this how many coaches decision. did he have? He had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Good lord. Eight, nine. So these are the coaches that he feels like are coming in kind of on the hot seat. Yeah. Uh, okay. Give me, give so, me some. So Mike McCarthy with the obvious. What? He's just not. Uh, well, Mike McCarthy. Yeah, he's on time the out. Let's to okay. Him. Let's stay there for a sec. I meant Nagy, the obvious. I didn't mean Mike McCarthy. Oh, okay. Mike, Nagy. But, but Matt Nagy, the obvious. Yeah, yeah, that's obvious. He should be. But he's given reasons of you know, um, you know, the whole Justin Fields and Nick Foles situation and all that kind of stuff. Um, number two. Though is Mike McCarthy. Let's stop right there. Bless you. Thank you. How is Mike McCarthy on the hot seat in his this second? Is what, okay, because like, this, this will be to me, and I I don't got no reason to defend McCarthy, but this is his first season to me. You lose Dak early in the season. You're playing with all types of backups. To me, this is his first year, and he's on the hot well, let seat. Let me give you luck and for okay. his reasoning. And um, I respect Walker Ford for the most, but he says, 
This is the perfect storm. An owner who believes his team is worthy of a Super Bowl every year says he handpicked this roster and one who knows he doesn't have so many bites at the Lombardi Apple left. Dak Prescott is back from injury and making $40 million a year now, and McCarthy's stable of skilled guys on offense runs deep. His scheme was in question at the time of his hire a year ago, and this division has often been the worst in football. Another year, anything close to 2020, and this could be a two-and-done. I, I I I can see it. Two I mean, I know. years? Really it, one? Look, the way he breaks it down here, and this is why I want to go over here because this one did kind of surprise me a little bit, but I can see it because at the end of the day, there was questioning about his skill set at the time of hire. Um, number two, his reason of saying, look, now things have changed in the pace with Jerry's paying a guy $40 million in the center. Um, it, it's one of those to where I agree with this. First of all, there's I, there's no way. I won't say no way, but I doubt it very seriously Dallas is going to have any season similar to last year. Okay? Let's just get this straight. Now, now so they're the, not going to be as bad as last year record-wise. No, hell okay? no. The defense, I believe, is still going to be a work in progress. Dan Quinn hasn't really had a top-ranked defense really since he cut his teeth in at Seattle years ago. Atlanta, now some of Atlanta's problems were they never could really they, – they got a lot of injuries over his tenure on that side of the ball, but Atlanta was a horrible defensive team the last two years of Dan Quinn's career. And they're switching back to from a 4-3 to a 3-4, I think, or which one, one of those ways. And that's going to take some time. So my point is – Let's say Dallas, they're going to improve record-wise, but let's say they really shortchange themselves and they don't win that division or they get a wild card or maybe they miss the playoffs because they have a tough stretch. Before you hold your take, if if it's obvious that you've got that much money under Dak, you've taken CeeDee Lamb in the first round a year ago, you got these weapons, you got Gallup, you're paying um, Cooper almost $20 million a year. If it's obvious that for some reason this – Offense takes a backslide, and the defense shows improvement, but you lose and make the playoffs, then, yes, I can see a change on that. Okay, so what do you feel like he has to do to save his job? How far? He has to win the division, and he has to basically maximize the talent on offense where the money's at, and also he has to have hopefully Dan Quinn can show improvement in defense. And, again, it comes down to wins and loss. He's got to win the division, and he's got to probably at least make that run into the playoffs. Like, if they win the division – and they win a playoff game. If they make the safe. playoffs and win the division, I think he's safe. Even if they're one and done in the playoffs, they lose a wild card game, he go, I think he's safe. But if they miss the playoffs and you can pinpoint to say, hey, man, you know, Dan Quinn came in. We took Michael Parsons with our first round pick. We Our first four or five picks and it was defense. They took a lot of defense. I love Cox, the guy they stole at LSU. If they say, hey, man, our defense showed improvement. But why do we got the money where all the the ball side of the ball where all the money's on? Why are we taking a step so back? So you're telling me if you feel like if they win the division, they say they get a bye, but then they lose one and done division around, that's good enough. I, to me, I wouldn't. I'd be shocked at that point if Jerry would make a move to let him go. Me too. I'd be shocked. Would I I'd be, be shocked, shocked too? If, would I be shocked. shocked if they missed the playoffs and it's obviously the offensive struggle and not living up to the money and the talents on there? Yeah. Whether people say, "Oh, I told you about Dak, Dak," blah blah blah, it doesn't matter. Whatever the reason might be. That's, and you miss the playoffs in that division that has a Washington team that's probably more talented than what people think, but they got Ryan Fitzpatrick so, that's going to try to show that he can be a starter. Giants and Philly's in a straight-out rebuild. So, yes, I can see it if they miss the playoffs. Does Dak have the ability to make McCarthy look as good as Aaron Rodgers did? 
Because from what I'm, from what I'm, from what people are telling me, and from the way it looks, Aaron, people feel like Aaron Rodgers made Mike McCarthy. Does Dak have the talent to to make Mike McCarthy look as good as Aaron did? I'll answer that when we get back. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. We'll be back. Here on the Sports Grind, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Rudy J, Sam spinning the one and twos. And this next segment, let's see who's up here. This next segment is going to be presented by Texas Cheer Liquor. Texas Cheer Liquor has three locations serving the far west side of San Antonio with a fourth one on the way. Make sure you stay tuned for that. And if you follow them on Facebook, uh, you'll stay up to date to their tastings and specials. That is Texas Cheer Liquor, official sponsor of the Sports Crime. Um, yeah, so that's what I think about uh, what would the where it would shock me, where it wouldn't do in in regards to Mike McCarthy. Um, moving on, who else do they have on this list? So he was he was it was Nagy, Mike McCarthy. Uh, who else? This one. Let me try to guess. Let me try to guess. Okay. Let me see. So we got eight, six, six left, right? You because it was eight. Let me see. I think it's nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yep, nine. Okay. Hmm. We've already went through Matt Nagy, Mike. We got Matt Nagy, Mike McCarthy on there. Is Frank Wright on that list? No. Okay. No. That that's a good that's that's borderline a good pick right there. I don't know that way. That one's a circumstantial situation too, but definitely if they don't win that division and yes, that's with Tennessee in there and that is with Julio Jones. Okay. If they don't win that division due to the fact that he co-signed for Carson Wentz, especially play that barely could that could definitely now, be one of the surprise firings okay. next year. Now also. one guy I feel like he should be at the top of the list because the money they spent and the trades they've made. Cliff Kingsbury should be at the top of that list. He has him like third or fourth on the list, but he's on. Well, he's on there. Okay. It says year three can make or break is noted for all of the uh, for all the offensive firepower acquired and all the hype about his college schemes. This often offense often comes down to Kyler Murray running around and making a play, and Murray's going to want his bag after year three. And this is well, I just say he wants his bag after year three. <laughs> and this is what set up as a win now proposition a year ago, and they grabbed DeAndre Hopkins. Playing in a brutal, tough division doesn't help, nor does it going to war with one of uh, your best players, Chandler Jones. Yes, right. They're kind of at odds right now, Chandler Jones and organization. Oh, yeah. The owner and the GM have proven to be quiet close over the years. I'm old enough to remember them chuckling a rookie coach after just one year not too long ago despite picking his staff and giving him no instructions. So hold on tight, Cliff. Um, so Cliff Kingsbury's on there. Who else? Um, so that's three it, down. It might be crazy guess of me, but – Pete Carroll on the list? No. Sweet skateboard Pete, surfboard Pete's never gonna be on the list. 
Uh, um, but it could be that's one of those surprises we could look up. So yeah. But the thing he said about there where Arizona, that is a division where they're going to beat each other up. Yeah, they're that's what I'm kill. saying. Like it's it's gonna it's not fair because you got San Fran, you got the Rams now, and you got Seattle. Like that's those are six tough games. Those well, are six. That's life. Yeah, that's life. It's the league, man. It ain't nowhere. To, that's that's what they paid the big bucks. Who else? You he ain't put Tomlin on there, right? They get thirty years apiece. No. Okay. Um. Damn. There's one other surprise for me. Um, this is surprise number two. This is the biggest surprise to me. Who? Um, well, there's two of them. Mike McCarthy was like, well, yeah, that jumped on me. But when I read Harbaugh. his explaining, and I know, um, the big surprise to me that's on here, 1A is uh, probably Matt LaFleur. What? Yeah. Um, Why? Let me read you his reason. Two he said, NFC guy, okay, I'm this listening. This guy absolutely should not be on here. Okay, I was about to say. Anyway, shape or form with all the games he's won in just a couple years. But this is a franchise also shouldn't be at war with one of its greatest players ever. And the reality is that this dude who works around the um, – De facto owners Mark Murphy have been there forever, and Lafleur is an outsider. If this season goes entirely sideways and Jordan Love isn't ready to play and Eric Rodgers withholds his services, well, heads will roll in some capacity, That's and owners insane. don't tend to fire themselves or those closest to them when they are others you can use. That is insane. I will disagree with him on yeah, that. Yeah, okay. Um, this is the, the Two guy, NFC championships the, in your well, first two years? But but this is – I would disagree. Don't mean it can't happen. But it's going to bring me my point that I want to get to before we get out of here about Deshaun and Aaron, which I don't think anybody's talking about. But I'm telling you, if they have agents, uh, this is something that could be used. But other than that, before I give you the other two, let's go to the phones here real quick. Let's go to Cowboy James. Cowboy James, you're on the sports ground here on Ticket 760. What's up? Hey, what's up, guys? Can y'all hear me okay? Yeah, we can hear you. What's going on? Oh, not much, man. How y'all doing? All right. What up, man? I just want to throw in a little clarification here. Uh, it's not like Tank don't have belts. What Tank is trying to do is trying to be a three-time weight class champion a year before Mayweather done it. Mayweather done it at 26. Tank is 25. That's why he's going after Mario's belt. He could have fought in the other two weight classes that he owns, but... He's trying to be a three-time weight class champion. And yes, he does have heavier hands than Mario. Even though Mario is, is taller than him. And uh, But, you know, it's going to be a good fight. And uh, I'm definitely uh, looking forward to it. All right, man. All right, Cowboy Drain. Appreciate the phone call. Um, yeah, we'll see. It should be an exciting fight. Um, I can't on wait. That front. Yeah, but definitely... Want to uh, get back to have the, more so views in the Charlo fight? Uh, yeah, to get that one. <laughs> All right, so yeah, Matt Lafleur. We'll see. But the other one, this is another surprise number two. This was my one B surprise. Okay, who is this? This is Brian Flores. Wow. And, and um and I have already read for what? Said, if Tell me why. Go poorly in Miami and regression in twenty twenty uh, shouldn't shock anyone. I believe Flores would actually win a power struggle if it comes to that. Whether or not Tua becomes a thing or not would have ramifications for those involved in selecting him. Constantly running out coaches and players who were just selected the previous year put in critical positions, unusual way of breeding chemistry, 
and cohesion and creating the other played out C word culture. There are a lot of rumblings around the industry about all not being well in Miami, which has pretty much been the norm for a few decades now. And people already keep close eyed down there. Um, I like, you know, Don has called in here over the time. Um, you know, I've agreed with Don from the front office of the GM and really the way that team competed, even in his first year. But the way that was a 10-win team last year, if Tua ends up not being the guy or he's just not cut out or they want to go a different direction, I still don't think that that would cost Brian Flores' job yeah, next either. year. So, I mean, I understand, um, and I've got respect for Lockford, but the uh, the reasons I, that he gave, but I don't think that would cost – just if Tua's not that guy. Maybe the GM, which I doubt it because the GM has required a lot of picks, made some damn good trades in favor of building them. I don't think about that. I don't think. I think GM and coach would stay intact. I know that guy in the Maha City better be on the high seat. Yeah, he's on there. He's on there. Okay. Um, his reasoning. Um, Come on back home, on, Vic. On Vic. They don't deserve you up there. There's a strong sense around the infield that this, key, this team could end up for sale by early 22. You've heard that already here about six months ago. <laughs> that tends to have a, a negative consequence for head coaches, especially those who have yet to win with any regu- regularity and where they're hired late in their careers. This defense has a chance to be an elite and keep them in playoff contentions. But if it doesn't, with new GM in town, Fangio decidedly old school in his ways, change could be coming in many levels next year. So I, I that doesn't shock me. I agree with that. I've known that for a while. I like Vic. I think he can be a good health NFL coach. He needs to work on his game management, uh, clock management in game. Um, but I think in regards to a lot of resources that um, he speaks of in the new GM, has given him a lot of money and a lot of weapons on the defensive side of the ball. You got uh, a healthy Chubb, for the most part, should be coming back. I should say a healthy Von Miller. I don't know about Chubb because he had a small procedure just a month, about weeks ago, that was kind of a little bit alarming. Uh, But, yeah, a lot's going to be riding on them that they have to probably go ahead and win 10 to 11 games. Damn, that's a lot of games in that division. Well, if you're going to make the playoffs, even with an extra team, you're going to have to probably – you're going to have to go – um, probably eleven and six. There's seventeen games this season. That's right. You're gonna have to go probably eleven and That's six. That's gonna be tough. Or I don't think I, I don't think ten and seven is going to get it. And coming out of the division and looking at the AFC, because again, this is a thick AFC. It's not like the NFC, but I think. Ten and seven. I don't know if it gets you in those. Well, you're probably going to have to go eleven. So, so yeah. with that said, he is zero for eight in the month of September as a head coach. He's not won a game in the month of September. He what? has started off zero and four his first couple of years in Denver. This schedule that lines up for them, there's no reason why they shouldn't come out the gate at worst going into the Baltimore game at three and zero. I mean, they open up with the Giants. They open up with the they go. Don't they got the, the Giants. Giants. They got the Jets. A rookie quarterback, and I think they've got Jacksonville. Oh. Then they got ready. They should be three and zero going into that, barring if they're yeah. healthy. Now you know Mark Davis painted himself in the corner because if John Gruden doesn't have a ten year deal, I think he would be on the hot seat this year. But Mark Davis isn't going to pay John Gruden that kind of money to go away because I want to say it's like six years left on that deal. But he should he should probably be on the hot seat. But since they signed him to ten years. 
there's no way they're gonna fire him this club this John early. John Gruden into ain't going nowhere until he tells Mark that he wants to step down. He doesn't. No, nah, like Mark working. ain't paying him to go sit yeah. at home. Ain't no way. No, and not only that, you he chased him for a decade to go That's home. true. Part of it is they got want to get these seats sold in in that new line, yeah. that new stadium down there in Vegas in the desert. Listen to the sports grind being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop. We'll be back. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Rudy J, Sam Spinner, one and twos. And this next segment is going to be presented by Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese. Stephen Reese is a fully uh, insurance broker, virtual insurance broker. He can find you the best rate out there available. That's because he represents over 40 different carriers for auto, home, life, and renter's insurance. Give him a call. It's number 210-641-4000. That's Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese, official sponsor of the sports crowd. Um, okay, to round it out before I go to my next take here, okay. I'm about to put, put this on y'all's head. Um, okay, to round it out with the coaches. So the other one that kind of came on the radar here, uh, let me go back to it, um, which was kind of surprising a little bit, um, but he put – on their um, Zach Taylor. He's the head coach of the Bengals. Okay, this is this mm, is he's going really? into his third year. This is going to be his third year. Of course, we know the deal with Joe Burrow uh, that went wow. down. Um, you know, it's, it's that's one of those that. I can see it depending on if somebody else comes available, especially with you having a Joe Burrow. He is coming off injury. Uh, you know, he's considered a young – he was considered a young mind, a good upcoming young mind in offensive. But if you have one of those quote-unquote quarterback whispers, you know, let's say if things don't work out in Indy but they let go of Frank Wright, I can see him sliding in there if if uh, Bengals uh, bring up the rear or something like that. Um, so I can see that. But check this out. The one that's just totally wrong, that's on the hot seat Who is that this? he put on there, is David Cully. Which co- what team is he? <laughs> what co- what, what that, coach is he? That's the brother with the Texans. How? <laughs> no. Said, yeah, he's on there. He said, Look, I here, forgot here, his he, name. Yeah, he, but he ain't even. This is his first year coaching. The Avid coach has no problem. On the hot seat? He put him on there. He said, The levels of dysfunction in Houston cannot be overstated, and the bizarre nature of the coach's search that led to the, uh, his out to this outcome cannot be discounted. They kind of sort of mm. already have the next guy picked out in Josh McCown, and there are too many fires for a rookie head coach to put out to count. Let's just say this position is right with potential pitfalls and nothing with this organization has been close to stable yeah. for a long time. Poor guy. But this is what I would say about David. David took this job knowing that. Though. He, he took the job knowing he was a crash test dummy. Pretty much. 
And and it, it was one of those things that where that ain't right. You know, because yeah, I think he's another one like Vic. I mean, Vic was around. But, you know, he's Vic's had a lot of skins in the wall defensively. I mean, he's had some top defenses. He has his name out there, but it was late in his career when he got a chance. I don't know how late, but Dave Cooley's not no young spring chicken. He's been around the game a long time with the Ravens organization. Harbaugh spoke highly of him, but at the end of the day, he saw my face. I was like, Dave Cooley sound like a. Oh, I don't even know who it is, but oh, wow. With everything that surrounded them, they would really fire that dude after one year? Because he wasn't really – that was one of those that they didn't listen to Deshaun Watson. All hell broke loose. They didn't go interview your guy, Eric B. And, you know, let's say like, hey, man, we can't get you Michael, but we can get you Tito. I know you wanted maybe a brother as a head coach, but we can't get you him, but we can get you this guy. Um I can see it with all the dysfunction. Now, that leads me to the next point. I want to put this out there to y'all. Okay. Okay. And it, and, and, and if I'm I'm looking at this, if we're really going to be strategic about this, speaking of Deshaun Watson and Aaron Rodgers that no one's talking about. Okay. Okay, me and you talked about it yesterday in regards to the league basically making their, chan- their somewhat changes and decisions of players that decide that they don't want to play this year. For COVID. COVID. Yeah, no stipend. Okay. If you're not high risk. If Aaron Rodgers decides this is what he wants to do and he's getting his hand, his uh, digging his heels in the stand, he tells his agent or his agent advised to him, like, look, opt out of the season. Now, there's advantages and disadvantages to this that I've looked at. If he opts you still out, don't get paid. if he's opt out, he basically keeps, he doesn't have to pay. That eighteen point five million dollars in back. signing bonuses back. It's going to save him about eighteen and a half million dollars. On top of that, you don't have to get. You're not getting fined ninety grand a week or a day for missing camp, missing training camp, and all that. You can utilize this as not locking out for COVID. The downfall of that is if you if he puts this strategy. Keep in mind, because first of all, I'm going to rip them if they do it. Even though I'm thinking about this, but it's I'm a great thinking, idea thinking, actually. But it would say a lot about him. But I know I was thinking, I was like, wait a minute. But the downfall of this is if you opt out, you can't be traded. You can't play with nobody. So meaning that if Aaron is sitting there on his honeymoon and sitting there like, hey, man, I like just being, I have nowhere to go to. T-shirts, I was done. I feel offended. If Aaron feels like, oh, man, I am done with the Packers. If they're not traded, I'm not coming there. But if he's saying, well, hey, I can save myself $18 million, $18.5 million. Let me go ahead and opt out. And I'm out. And if he does that, and I'm the Packers in Green Bay, I'm telling him, fine, if that's what you want to do. That's a great idea. If that's what you want to do. But in 2022, you're playing for Green Bay or you're going to retire. Because this is it, – it comes to a point where Green Bay's managers have to say, like, if you're utilizing your tactics to stay away from here and if you go to protect your money where you're not Yo, costing you $40 idea. million – it's a shady idea. Why don't you tweet? But it's there. You want me to tweet Aaron that idea? No, don't tweet that. Let me see if they figure it out. Ain't, you know, I'll tell Aaron, hey, Aaron, opt out for COVID, bro. Deshaun Watson can So util- the Bears have a chance to win the damn division. Deshaun Watson can utilize that same tactic that would save Deshaun Watson. Because if Deshaun feel with his legal situation looming, 
And pretty much 2022, they're not going to, according to Rusty, this is not even going to be dealt with until 2022, early in January, February. What's after the rule? The if you opt out, can you opt back in? No. No. Okay. Once you opt out, you cannot oh, opt okay. back in. There's there's advantages for these two players, I say, doing this. It's a great idea. But there's idea. disadvantages of them doing it. With Deshaun, if he's already made up his mind, look, I'm not playing with Houston. I'm not coming there. I know I got 22 cases I'm trying to beat or allegedly, you know, you know, lawsuit settle. But at the end of the day, to save me for the money lost, if I'm going to be on the exempt list, if that's the word I'm hearing, or I'm going to get fined for not being here, which I think Texas organization, they're ready to move on from. Well, they just know that they've got to get legal. Deshaun could save a lot of money but not getting fined or whatever if he really wants to be done with Texas by opting out too because of COVID. I guess all those years of watching Arliss paid off. Well, you're going to hear about this because I guarantee you it's a great There's idea. To, well, if I'm thinking of it, I know this. It, and this is only going to come into play if it's really like hardball. Like, yo, dude, I'm not coming in or whatever. People think Aaron's going to crack under the PR all that. But if Aaron wants to not forfeit $40 million, you can save 18 and get that. Keep that signing bonus by opting out. You know, God, that would be Bush. But anyway, you listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. Today's show was presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop, San Antonio's number one premier upscale smoke shop. Make sure you visit their website at hazelskyonline.com where you can shop for the comfort of your home. They've got eight locations with their newest one located out in Petrenko. Um, and this last segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Brewster's Backyard Ice House. Home of the free popcorn and also their home of the 275. You call it happy hour Monday through Friday every day from 4 to 6. Pet friendly atmosphere as well, too. Um, that is Brewster's Backyard Ice House, official sponsor of the sports crowd. We can get Janet on a versus. That would be one to get. If she would do yeah, it. Janet. Janet, definitely her catalog is super dope. A couple other things. Speaking of Atlanta, uh, Atlanta and Bucks. Tonight, speaking of Atlanta, did you hear about about a week ago? You know, too. Did you hear about the debacle? Well, I guess people took it as a debacle of IKEA's, uh, the IKEA up in Atlanta, and their Juneteenth, what they want to do for Juneteenth and their employees. Did you hear about that? Who IKEA? You heard about this, Sam? I- Who is IKEA. this? IKEA. 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 No, what did they do? Okay, so for June nineteenth, um, for a celebration, <laughs> uh, the head of B. Decided to honor the pre- the preference of Black Americans and knowledge of progress yet to be made on Juneteenth, um, and according to that, they sent out an email. They were going to have like a By not putting a, a thousand huh. pieces in their stuff. <laughs> no, what? no, what they were going to do is they looked to have a uh, like an office type of potluck. So they sent oh out an email God. and said that this in isn't... honor to June nineteenth, we will include our menu. Uh, fried chicken, no. watermelon, mac and cheese, potato salad, collard greens, and candy yams. And the outrage, basically, from that, you had about a total of 40 employees that were outraged when they saw the email, didn't want to show up, this and that. So they were trying. Well, this is the way I kind of look at this. But listen, it says that um, they issued an apology, but one of the representatives says, quote, you cannot say serving watermelon on June 19th is soul food menu when you don't even know the history. They used to feed slaves watermelon. 
This is an anonymous employee that told Atlanta CBS. But do black people eat a watermelon? It caused a lot of people to be upset. People actually wanted to quit. People weren't coming back to work after this. The way you, you could tell that we, we grew up together because we sometimes, not on everything, but on a lot of things we think of the first thing that came. When I saw that, and the story was sent to me by a listener, and I said, you know what? I said, but wait a minute. Um, Like... The debate, first of all, stereotypes can be raw, but there's people that yeah. subscribe to stereotypes that use stereotypes for. I hate watermelon, for and the no, record. And you do. I don't. I don't eat it all the time. But there is always a mistake that a majority of black people like watermelon. Now, in this instance, when you look like, man, they're trying, they're thinking they're doing a good gesture. Some people think, like, oh, this is somebody playing funny, and you right. had watermelon there. Now, when they went ahead and apologized, Okay, because as many as 33 workers did not show up to work to respond in protest. So when they went back, uh, they changed the menu to fried chicken, mac and cheese, collard greens, and they substituted with meatloaf and cornbread. So but my thing is like, but (laughs) when you go, when you go to Nana's house or you go to grandma's house on Sunday, a lot of that's on the menu. Well, this is coming. So I'm like, look again. I'm I I like to be responsible with my race card, and I'm not saying if if somebody's offended by that, then that's your right. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, like I don't know. I don't know. This is the culture. This is what we thought. Why not? I think the way to do it. I think the best thing I kid could have done is probably have um, sensitivity, like training sessions. About certain things versus trying to, hey, let's just serve them what they well, eat. Well, but I, I don't think, I don't know, man. I'm torn I mean, on that one. Well, I don't want to. Okay. I don't want to be. I don't want to well, be screaming well, up in arms if it's nothing right. to be screaming. So about. the anonymous person said the problem they had with this because when they selected this menu, and they put this team. They didn't, nobody they didn't. was that nobody on the selection of this menu was African. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I think I, that's why I brought it up because um, I was going to bring it up yesterday. But the and thing if, you, is, if, you, if somebody I, finds that offensive, I mean, hey, by all means, I ain't knocking it. But I'm just like, hold on, they're trying. I figure you would see it the way I do. What's up, Sam? Uh, like it, like you're saying, it feels like they're trying as opposed to when like Fuzzy made the comments. Right. T- like that feels like that's a different. Like same right. but different kind of application of this same conversation. I agree. But like I that think that's obviously very targeted as a stereotypical attack against Tiger. Right. Like, and you're saying here, like, they're they're trying, right? I, I agree with that. I think those 33 people might have took it as them trying to be funny. Like, are they trying to be funny? Is it the climate of the last 18 months? Like, if they do this two years ago, is this something they think, like, well, man, it's June 19th. Hey, you know, with potluck, I ain't bring food today. But it's like, wait, wait a minute, man. We yeah. also we also don't know, like, how those managers operate on a day-to-day basis as well. You know, like we don't. That's, that's a great point, Sam. Now that's a hell of a point. Interactions are like, yeah. That's true. That's true. I'm just like, hey, man. <laughs> Sounds good. They still stayed in the neighborhood. The way IKEA they food is trash, food. though. Them dance with them spaghetti little meatball things, whatever they are. That's a wrap, man, for the day and for the week. Special uh, thanks to producer show, Rudy J. Yes, sir. Calvin Sandspin, the one and two, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people in the Shaw City, people down the old 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off Monday morning for you, it's a snooze button. If you're off the rack, just ask yourself. You grind it. Peace. See you on Monday.
Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com.